About to listen to Bishop Kwesi Ampofo, pastor of Lighthouse Chapel International, Takari. Bishop Kwesi Ampofo has a unique teaching with a clearer understanding of the word. Get ready for an awesome time in the word and receive your blessing, healing, and prophetic word as you listen to Bishop Kwesi Ampofo. As I sing praises to your name. Hallelujah. This is a year of serving God. Like we said at the watch night service. And so for about 30 minutes, I want to share with you about serving God. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. So I'm going to talk to you about the choice of serving God. The choice of serving God. Open your Bibles to Joshua chapter 24 verse 14. Joshua chapter 24 verse 14. The choice of serving God. Joshua 24 verse 14. Now the Bible reads, Now therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. Say to the person by you, in sincerity and in truth. Sincerity means, Pastor Eric, you are my dictionary. It means, no query, is that not the case? It means, um, sincerity, to be sincere means that you are through, you are true to what you are saying. You are as you, we see you to be, to be sincere. He's a very sincere man. It means what? He's what? No kwafo. Or no kwafo. And then what else? English. Honest. And what else? Faithful. Can we say faithful is also one of the meanings of sincere. Uh, ask the person by what is the use of your tablet if you can't find the meaning of sincere. <laughs> Listen to me. The Bible says, serve him in sincerity and in truth. Now, when you see somebody serving God, or when you see somebody doing something for God, or when you see somebody doing something in the house of God, God have mercy on us. We seem to have the impression that the person is sincere. The person is portraying or usually looks like or we assume that because the person is singing in the choir, the person is okay and sincere. But unfortunately... It is not the case. Even when we see a pastor, we cannot conclude that he's sincere. When we see a shepherd or a leader or a deacon 
or somebody who's working in the church, unfortunately, we cannot say that the person is sincere. Because you and I, we have lived for some time, long enough to know that it is not everybody who says he is serving and following God who is really doing it. And it looks as if people have successfully done 419 with God. The problem that God is showing us is that we have people serving God but not serving him in a sincere way and not serving him in truth. Remember Jesus said that um, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So church, Christians, as you listen to me on this first Sunday of the year, I want to challenge you that if you are here or if you say you are a Christian, may you really be a Christian. A Christian is supposed to be like Christ. A Christian is supposed to have the mind of Christ. A, a Christian is supposed to be forgiven. A Christian is not supposed to be a liar. Not a thief. Are you with me? A Christian is not supposed to have multiple wives. Yeah. Or multiple boyfriends and girlfriends. Yeah. Which many of us are inside. We don't see it as having multiple boyfriends or girlfriends. We see them as options. If this one doesn't work, maybe this one or this one or this one. But that is not the work of faith. Listen to me. As Christians, we must walk by faith and not by sight. So if we choose somebody and we say that we are going to marry you or we are in a relationship with you, it is only you. So I'm talking about sincerity. So you will find that there are people serving God but not in a sincere way. There are people serving God. If, if policemen catch them, they will not go home. <laughs> I said there are some people, eh? They are ashes in the church. If, if a policeman catch them, they will not get home. They are wanted. Hey! As we are sitting here, we are assuming we are all Christians, but your, your, your phone, your phone and your tablet and your purse, your purse, your wallet, it, it is not guaranteed. I cannot guarantee. <laughs> I said, I cannot guarantee. Yeah. One day, there were two shepherds. I was in Accra by then, before you begin to point to somebody here. Two people went for a prayer meeting in an empty room. When they finished the meeting, one of them's money was lost. <laughs> hey! So, so Joshua said that serve him 
in sincerity and in truth. I am, I am, I don't know what the word to use. I am begging you that this year, let your Christianity and your service be in truth. Yeah. Let it be in truth. Let it be that if you say you are a Christian, or if you say you are in the choir, or if you say you are an usher in church, or let it be that if you say you are an elder in church, we can assume that we are safe with you. Yeah. We can assume that we are safe with you. Amen. Let us be sincere. Let the old pass away. And let's hold on to the new nature, which is the nature of God. In 2015, we shall serve God in sincerity. Oh, you should shout amen. And he said, in truth, And put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt. And serve ye the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve. I said, choose you this day who you will serve. I said, choose you this day who you will serve. Amen. Whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Put your hands together for the word of God. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I want, I want you to say it with me. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Say it again. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. One more time. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Put your hands together one more time. Hallelujah. Amen. To serve God is always a choice. Amen. There are always two options. Whenever you have to make a choice for God, there would always be another option that would challenge your choice for God. Hallelujah. When you trace the story of mankind from the Garden of Eden, you see right there in the Garden of Eden, God gave an instruction. But when Satan came into the garden, he tempted Eve and told her that what God said you should not touch, he suggested to her, it is a good thing. God is trying to deprive you of enjoyment. Many people in the church, we think that we have been deprived of enjoyment. We think that to enjoy life means to go to a disco. We think to enjoy life means to drink. We think to enjoy life means to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. We think to enjoy life is something else. We think enjoy life is, is, is cars and so on. But that is not it. You know, when I wasn't a Christian, my, my sister was born again Christian 
in, Ach- in, in Achimota School. And one of my goals in life was to take her to a disco. Because, because, listen, because, and some of you are not careful, somebody would take you to a place you, do, you don't want to go. Because I felt that her life was boring. All she does is go to church and then clap her hands. How can you enjoy life like that? I made it my personal mission to take her to a disco. Unfortunately for her and fortunately for me, one day I trapped her and took her to a disco. I was very happy and she was very sad. Because I thought that I was, I was exposing her to, to life. <laughs> you see, and at that time, I had chosen, because I knew I had to give my life to Christ, but I had chosen the world. I chose the world. I chose the world. But a day came, came in my life when I decided to choose Jesus. Hallelujah. I said I decided to choose Jesus. And when I chose Jesus, when I hear them singing, something will be doing me. I didn't know the song was so nice. I said I didn't know the song was so nice. Yeah. So I want to say to you that we have to choose God. And as we start the year, I want you to understand that you would always have to choose God. Let me break it down to you furthermore. To go to church is a choice. Amen, somebody. I said to go to church is a choice. There are some people who have chosen to travel today. Today, Sunday, they've chosen to travel instead of going to church. If it's me, I will travel after church. I will go to church by all means. I said I will go to serve my God by all means. I will never allow anything to take me away from God. And that's my choice. I said that's my choice. I said that's my choice. Yeah. And I want to tell you that if you want to serve God only based on it is convenient or it is possible or you have a feeling look half of the time you will not feel even like coming to church you will not feel like doing good you will not feel like reading your bible you will not feel like giving an offering you will not feel like paying your tithes when I pay my tithes it is not that my finances I have done all my calculations and I have excess it's like because I don't know what to do with this money I've done all the calculations everything has been sorted out my electricity is bought my water is paid my TV is bought my fees are paid and it was left with a balance of something cities Therefore, I am going to give an offering. No. It's a choice. I choose to give an offering. 
And I want to tell you that if it, this is your year of serving God, then to serve God is a choice. You have to learn to choose God. You have to learn to choose God above the world. You have to learn to choose God over yourself. Because yourself will be giving you many reasons why you must not choose God. Amen. When you, when you, when you read the Bible, the Bible says in Psalm 37 verse 4, he says, delight yourself in the Lord also and he will grant you the desires of your heart. Delight yourself in the Lord also. Also means that in addition to amen in addition to there are a lot of things that we are doing in life some of us are wives we are students at the same time we are teachers at the same time we are um, what what again are we we are um, traders at the same time we are sisters at the same time we are daughters at the same time but you must perform each duty excellently. Amen. In the same way, in addition to all your roles, also choose to serve God. So as you fulfill your work as a banker, and as you fulfill your work as a lecturer, as a teacher, as a nurse, as a, what other work is there? As a businessman, as a scientist, as a computer repairer, as you do those things, as you, as you fulfill those roles in your life, also choose God. Also choose God. Also choose God. God's place is Sunday. Sunday belongs to God. I say Sunday, it belongs to God. When you read the Bible, in fact, on Sundays, God does not expect you even to say your own words. In Isaiah chapter 58, you see it. He says that not, not speaking your own words, even the words that you speak. May this year, may you choose God. May every Sunday of your life be given to God. I say may every Sunday of your life be given to God. When we decide to serve God, opposition will arise against our decision. But you must rise above the opposition. I said you must rise above the opposition. Yes, there will be difficulties. It will not be easy. You will have a lecture. You will have a class. <laughs> you will have a meeting. There are many things that will arise. Satan is fighting hard. It's the last days for him. Satan has succeeded in instituting weekend school and classes. Almost half of all Christians are in school now. The choir, the choristers are in school on Sunday. The ushers are in school. Some are writing exams as I'm talking now. I mean, how, how wicked can Satan be? How wicked can he be? They are writing a Sunday. They are writing exam on Sunday. Satan is trying to neutralize the church. If you don't know, I'm telling you. Satan is trying to neutralize the church. But that is why we must become militant. 
and we must decide that we will build the church. We will serve God no matter what. I said we will serve God no matter what. Satan cannot entice us. Satan cannot make us to do things that we shouldn't do because we have chosen to serve God. And we must serve God in sincerity and in truth. Put your hands together for Jesus. In Nehemiah chapter 2, Nehemiah chapter 2, let's quickly move to Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 20. There's a powerful scripture there. A powerful scripture. James, I don't know if you know how to sing this scripture. Ellie, can you know how to sing this scripture? Listen to the scripture. Then answered I them and said unto them, The God of heaven. Everybody say the God of heaven. Oh, I said the God of heaven. Say the God of heaven. He said the God of heaven. He will prosper us. <laughs> he will prosper us. He will prosper us. The God of heaven, he will prosper us. I said, the God of heaven, he will prosper us. And continue reading. He said, therefore, we, his servants, his servants, his servants. I said, his servants. I said, his servants. I said, his servants. It is not everybody who is serving God, though. But if you serve God, you will fall into a certain criteria. You will add yourself to a certain list of people that God will prosper. He said that we, his servants, will arise and build. Oh, it is too powerful. He said we, his servants, we will arise and build. Amen. We, his servants, will arise and build. Sing it with some power. He will prosper you and I. So arise, arise, arise and let us build. Sing it again. The God of heaven. The God of heaven. He will prosper you and I. So arise, arise, arise. And let us be. Sing it again. The God of heaven. Come on. The God of heaven. He will prosper you and I. So arise, arise, arise. And let us be. To Sing it. To I will arise, I will arise, I will arise Lord, I will arise, Lord, I will arise. 
financially your job is to save the church through your money but everybody here at the end of the day you must be able to say with Nehemiah we the servants will arise and build we will arise and build then listen listen he says but ye have no portion if you are not building if you are not serving in the house he said that you have no portion, no right. 
No memorial. It's worse than a curse. In Jerusalem. And remember Hebrews chapter 12 says that this is the new Jerusalem. Amen. This, when we gather like this, is the heavenly Jerusalem. Where there are angels. And Jesus Christ is right in this place. I say he's right in this place. So in 2015, you want to say that me and myself, I will serve the Lord. Amen. I said me and myself, I will serve the Lord. May this be your year of service to God. May you sing songs. May you join the ashes. May you teach in the house of God. In Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12, the Bible says, Now for the time when ye ought to be teachers. So a time has come and the time is now. When you and you and you, you have to rise up as a teacher in the church. Who told you you have to go to Bible school? You don't have to go to Bible school. I haven't been to a Bible school. I have done Bible studies. You can preach. You better rise up and gather those wee smokers in your area. Gather those people walking around in your area. Tell them about Jesus Christ. Have a Bible study with them. Teach them how to pray. Teach them how to read the Bible. And lead them to church. It's time. It's time. It's time to work for God. And this is the time. God, I leave to my head in we believe you've been blessed by this message. For copies of this message, visit our Vision Bookshop at our church premise near one for one. Would you sing it with me? I worship you, great I am.